Spau. O thou eternal one, O Lord, nothing can exist without thee sustaining it, and yet sometimes you seem to be so far, O Lord, yet thou art so near. And it is only with eyes of faith, O Lord, can we believe and also choose then, O Lord, what's right and pleasing in thy sight. And thou wilt supply the grace in the first place that we may be able to do so. And so this afternoon hour, we ask thy blessing upon thy holy word, that it may be received and considered that it comes from thee, the living one, the eternal one, who gives life abundant of those that embrace the invitation and follow it faithfully. We thank thee in Jesus' name. Amen. We like to read and meditate with the Lord's help out of the Word of God as found in the first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 2. And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world unto our glory, which none of the princes of this world knew, for had they known it, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I had not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But God had revealed them unto us by his Spirit, for the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God, which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judges all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. For who hath known the mind of the Lord, 
that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. <clears throat> Brethren and friends, I think anybody that fears God and has to proclaim his word from the pulpit can identify with what Apostle Paul spoke here. You know, that our knees sometimes tremble when we have to speak the word, especially <clears throat> when we have to open the scripture and open it, and where is it going to open, and what are we going to speak? So that you know, the, word, the Lord may have free course, so that we leave room to him to speak through us. And surely we can resist, we can try to use man's wisdom, but that wouldn't please God. So we stand before God as an open book. He knows, he sees what is in our hearts, what is in our mind. He sees and knows what is in your heart and mind. And this morning we heard that you know, sometimes God seems to be so far and we want him to feel to be near. But the thing is not about feeling. You know, your feelings, they go up sometimes with the weather, and they go down with the weather. They go up when things turn out, or they go down when things don't turn out. You know, we are so susceptible. That's why you know, the Bible teaches us we, we don't walk but with feelings. No. But in faith, in God as revealed in his word. This morning we heard the chapter of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now, you may hope for all kinds of things, but what substance does it have? But we believe and hope in the word of God, but the word of God declares, whom we have found to be faithful in everything that he says. And if there are doubts, if we are tempted with doubts, you know, we need to go back to the Word of God and see what God's Word says. You know. See what God's Word God did not promise that we would have an easy way. This life is going to be filled with opportunities to make decisions under circumstances that we may not like. But knowing what the word of God says, and his word is spirit, the spirit is going to remind us how to choose. And God really doesn't ask us big things. We may look at some of the miracles that are done in the Bible and say, oh, I wish I could do them. Wish I could do them. Miracles have their place, and they had their place in the, in, at the time the word was declared to confirm the word. But unto us is given already the word. We dare not ask again for miracles, for the word that has been already confirmed. Although God can perform miracles, and we wish, you know, at times we pray that one or the other would be healed, but still, God knows best, and it's according to his purpose that things will be done. And it's good when we leave room to God to work according to his purpose. And we may look back when this life is almost over, may look back 
on, on things that happened to us and the difficult times when we thought that God not, was not answering our prayers were really the, the times when we grew most in faith. God has in store things way better than we can imagine things that are for this life. But they are spiritually discerned. They are spiritually discerned. You give a man that's worldly, you give them everything he asks for, and you will find he's not satisfied. He may try hard, try hard to get them, but he's not satisfied. Because God, when he created us in his image, he made us with a need to fellowship with him. And it's nowhere else to be found than with him. But the fellowship with him doesn't start just in the hereafter. It should, it must start here. And that opportunity is given to everyone that hears the gospel of Christ. So we need to, in eyes of faith, to look ahead and look at the long-term things. Now, those of us that are of a certain age and have experienced things, they can look back and see. They can see what happens to those that hold to the word of God and those that don't. You know, it saddens us sometimes that people that we knew in our youth and started together with us, and when we hear and see how they turned up out of the way and what consequences it had for those, even for their descendants. You know? And it becomes real when the Lord said, he will bless them, the third and the fourth generation. And vice versa. Also, the choices that we make, and as the brother explained this morning, you know, one choice leads to other choices. And sometimes we wonder where it ends up. Even if we choose wrong, it can affect not our generation, but the generation that follows and that follows. So, you know, if we would realize that, that whatever do has its consequences, has its consequences, we would be much more careful. And really, I believe God does not make it difficult for us. Sometimes the decisions that we make, we, we know that to choose this way is what the Bible teaches, and this way, oh, well, not quite, not quite, you know. And our tendency, our comfort, our pleasure seems to be on that side. No. But the choice leads to other choices. And each time I believe that we make the right choice, it is going to strengthen our faith. When you work with faith, when you're willing to believe and work with it, your faith is going to your faith is going to increase. Vice versa, if we make a wrong choice, it's going to decrease. Faith, which is so important in this life, and without faith, it's impossible to please God. Here it uses the word, what God has prepared for them that love him. Faith to believe and then act upon faith using our will is expressing our love toward God. And that's what God wants. He created us so that we may share love with him, with him in eternity. 
as he loved Jesus Christ, as he says, I think in John 14, says when Jesus said that he loved them with the love that was before the foundation of the world, that's what God wants us to have in store for eternity. And we can start here. God, I believe, does not ask us anything that we are not able to choose what he wants us to choose. There are no excuses. We cannot blame others. We cannot blame our helpmeet. We cannot blame our family members, our ancestors, our neighbors. No. For every choice, God provides sufficient grace so that we can, if we want, to choose rightly. I remember when brothers prayed for me, for my faith to increase, they said that if I wanted to believe, that I should be able to. Should be able to. And that goes. It's so simple as that. If you want to believe, really, you, know, you have that little faith that you want to. You see a hope. And God gives you more grace. And faith is not just something that is up in the air. No, it's something that you need to act on. You need to act on. And your faith will increase. It's God's wisdom is way, way greater than man's wisdom. Way greater. When you read the word, the word is like a, a manual that explains so well what our problem is, our human nature, the, the problems that we struggle with, and gives us also the solutions. And there is no worldly wisdom higher than that. They can learn all they want. Only Jesus Christ has the real solution. They can give you things to drug you with for whatever ailment you have. Even more and more, the relationships which are so broken down in our time to try to fix it with drugs. And there's all kinds of drugs to make you feel good, to make you subdue you so you get along with others. Those are just patchwork. The real solution is with Jesus Christ. He is the one. And he can provide and will provide. Seeks those that really want it. But you have to want it. And then you have to choose it using your will and follow it. May the Lord bless his holy word unto us. And may our faith, as he says here, not be in the wisdom of man, not even the preacher here, if he has eloquent words. No, no. Your faith should be in God. Yes, the Apostle Paul said, be ye followers of me as I am of God. But it has to end up there. Our salvation should be sure in God, not in man and, and how he turns out what he does. So many people run after the famous preacher and so forth, and then they find out what that man was hiding, the iniquity of it, the shame of it. And then what's with their faith now? If they put it in. And Apostle Paul was aware of the temptation that exists. If we use human wisdom, if we use appearances just and, and try to follow somebody. No, it has to be in the Word of God. And if we know it is the Word of God, then we don't even have to remember who said it. We don't have to quote it even who said it. Our faith is in what God has said, who is unfailing, who defends his honor, defends his glory, and everyone will have to give account of it. Yes, when we handle the word of God, 
it is good we approach it in fear, in godly fear, because it's the eternal word of God. And where that doesn't happen, where they don't fear God, oh, soon things will go wrong. May the Lord bless his word. To him be all the honor and glory evermore. Amen. If you would tell your worldly friend that's not familiar with the word, that all things work together to good to them that love God, that are called according to his purpose. And he would read the chapter of faith, Hebrews 11, of those that were delivered and great things accomplished, but then also for those that chose not to be delivered because they stuck to the truth and were therefore killed, martyred, and so forth. He said, that's part of it too. He sure would say it's foolishness. It's foolishness because they cannot discern it spiritually. And man is a spiritual being. There are certain things which material things cannot satisfy them. And then, of course, at the end of life, does he believe there is a hereafter? One of the things that the atheists throw at you is how can God allow such atrocities and such suffering? Because they think that the end of life here is all. But there is a hereafter. There is a hereafter. And God is just and holy. And we better be aware that we don't trifle with him, but respond to his loving invitation for an abundant life already here and the blessed hope in the hereafter. To him be all the honor and glory evermore. Amen. This concludes our service. And now, Lord willing, we have a members meeting just for the members.